just before you start listening to this podcast, a reminder that we have a special subscription offer. You can get 12 issues of The Spectator for £12, as well as a £20 Amazon voucher. Go to spectator.co.uk forward slash voucher if you'd like to get this offer. Hello and welcome to the Americano podcast, a series of discussions about American politics and the Trump presidency for the new Spectator USA website. I'm joined today by our most regular and loved guest, Jacob Harbron, who is editor of The National Interest. And we're going to be talking about the sudden departure of John Bolton. Now, Jacob, it's unclear at the moment whether uh, Bolton was fired or whether he resigned. It seems Trump is trying to sort of heavily implied he fired him. And Bolton is trying to say he resigned. And it's already a, a Twitter spat. Um, and we'll probably see this sort of rolling out a bit more in the next few days. What was your first reaction when you heard the news? A brilliant move by Trump to distract from all of his foreign policy woes and his domestic difficulties. Washington Post poll today had him sinking from 44% approval in June, down by six points now to 38 Couple that with the demise of the Afghanistan peace talks and Trump had to find a sacrificial lamb, which is clearly Bolton, and he gets to distract the entire news media for at least a day or two. Well, it's interesting that it should be about Afghanistan, that Afghanistan should be the final straw, because as far as I understood, Bolton and Trump were on roughly similar pages there, whereas they weren't on such similar pages on things like uh, Iran and whether to attack Iran. I, I mean, it seems Trump was very cross that he had to say that the peace talks were dead. Presumably, this means he blamed Bolton for this. Well, it's clear that Bolton has ne- seems never to have met an agreement or treaty that he liked, and he helped to sabotage the Afghan agreement. I also think that Trump is clearly quite uneasy about the hardline approach that Bolton was advocating towards North Korea and Iran. And Bolton, while he represents America's first tendencies in his disdain for international treaties, still does have a very hawkish approach to, to foreign policy. And if one thing has become clear in Donald Trump's presidency, it seems to be that he wants to avoid a war like the plague. But he also adopts the Bolton line of not talking to terrorists or not talking to dictators, right? No, I don't think that's actually correct, Freddie. He has voiced his admiration for his beautiful friendship with Kim Jong-un in North Korea. Mm. He would like to meet with the Iranian leadership. And most recently, he apparently was contemplating meeting the leadership of the Taliban on the eve of September 11th at Camp David. Yes, which, but as long as he wasn't talking to guys who killed American troops, that's right? Correct. I mean, it would have created a, an uproar in the United States if he had met with these Taliban leaders. Now, he was sensible enough not to try and invite them to the White House, though apparently that was originally brewitted about. But even Camp David, it would have, it would have been a horror show. Yes. There's, there's no way you could have had these, these thugs prancing around Camp David and uh, without Trump incurring, incurring severe opprobrium, not least among Republicans who have consistently denounced treating with terrorists. 
But this is good news, isn't it, for a lot of Trump fans who welcomed Donald Trump as a breath of fresh air in foreign policy, someone who opposed the invade the world, invite the world agenda of previous Republican presidents. Um, well, you could, yes. And yes. It, that seems to be good news, right? For, for the Trump base, for the true America firsters, the, the ouster of Bolton is heaven sent. Uh, there has been no one who has done more to, uh, to bollocks up Trump's uh, impulses towards rejiggering Republican foreign policy. And this is why it will be very interesting if Trump appoints retired Colonel Doug McGregor to become national security advisor. Now, McGregor has essentially been auditioning for the post on Fox News, much as John Bolton did when H.R. McMaster was national security advisor. The difference between Bolton and McGregor could hardly be starker. McGregor views the NATO alliance as a relic of history. He is sympathetic to Russia and Vladimir Putin, and he views our entanglements in the Middle East with utter abhorrence. He's a sort of Buchananite figure then in terms of foreign policy. I suppose. I mean, I think he has, I would, I would see him as, as an ultra-realist, someone who believes in protecting the American homeland, but who emerges from the military caste, who views the establishment, the Republican establishment, and the foreign policy establishment with repugnance and wants a sea change in American foreign policy. And I think McGregor has been just biding his time and waiting for Bolton to be ousted. But as uh, Dan McCarthy's already put on Spectator USA, Bolton may be gone, but Boltonism isn't, mainly because uh, Mike Pompeo is still Secretary of State and you couldn't get a more hawkish figure than he. It's not clear that Pompeo will remain Secretary of State. There's a lot of speculation that he intends to run for the Senate. Senator Pat Roberts is retiring from Kansas and... Pompeo, who hails from, from that state was, and was recently visiting it, appears likely to, to run for the Senate. And that would provide Trump with a fresh opportunity to, to reorient his foreign policy. Because he, uh, uh, Pompeo has presidential ambitions himself, we understand. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, if you look at his rise, it's quite meteoric. There was a good piece by Susan Glasser in The New Yorker on Pompeo chronicling how just in a few years he's gone from being a, a fairly obscure congressman to uh, director of the CIA, secretary of state, yeah. and uh, he clearly has presidential ambitions. Secretary of Trump, the piece called him, I think. Didn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, let's say it is McGregor who comes in as national security advisor. What would be the first moves that would indicate Trump is reorientating his foreign policy in the way that a lot of anti-war types hoped in 2016? I think it would be a meeting, an outreach to the Iranians. That, that would be the most fundamental thing that, uh, that Trump could do. On the, on the trade war, he desperately needs an agreement with the Chinese, even if it's only a fig leaf, because as the 
with the polls indicating that the public is losing confidence in his handling of the economy and that his trade war is being viewed with increasing apprehension, he really needs to cut a deal. He also needs to cut some kind of a big grand deal to show that he really is a deal maker because so far everything has gone belly up. There is no agreement with North Korea, no agreement with Iran, and none with China. So for all his vaunted prowess, Trump so far has failed to deliver the goods. Well, presumably what one of the key planks he was hoping was to get out of Afghanistan by 2020, but that seems impossible. Maybe not impossible. One way he could do it would be simply to unilaterally reduce the number of American troops without an agreement, but that would be quite risky and expose him to charges of abandoning the fight, and it would essentially allow the Democrats to attack Trump on foreign policy from the right, which I think someone like Joe Biden would have no compunction about doing. Except the the polls do show the American public very much in favour of getting out. That is right. It is, a, it is a popular move, but it's still what under what conditions. You can't, if he's perceived as cutting and running, it, it creates a problem. Well, particularly if, if destabilization follows. Which it inevitably would. Eventually, some president is going to do this. The, the interesting thing is that Trump flinched at the last minute. Yes. And you think that might, he, might be blamed, he might have blamed Bolton for that, and that's why... Uh, I think it was the the last straw that he knows things aren't going well. And you also have to remember that Trump does conceive of the presidency as a kind of television reality show. He needed to create a new episode. And firing Bolton does provide a highly juicy story for everyone. There's no downside for him in firing Bolton. The New York Times said that on its latest report on this, that um, Trump never warmed to Bolton. I'm not sure that's actually true. I mean, I've heard lots of other reports that they did get on quite well and that Trump was often trying to find him a job, just couldn't find the right spot for him. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, he, he certainly appreciated Bolton's television appearances on Fox. I mean, that's essentially the Trump administration. If you want to get a job, you go on Fox News mm. and you audition for it. But I don't think, I think Trump grew weary of Bolton. Let's face it, he gets tired of all of the people that work for him. I mean, the turnover in the administration vastly exceeds any prior presidential administration. So, I mean, a figure we perhaps talk about too much on these podcasts, but it's nonetheless very interesting, is Tucker Carlson, who was, we understand, advising the president on Iran recently. And McGregor has appeared on his show, I think. And so you, do you think the sort of Tucker Carlson's show, TV show on Fox is a sort of auditioning couch for the role of national security advisor? Well, it's certainly one of them. I mean, McGregor was also on other Fox shows. The other shows but, would be the other uh, couches, yeah. He played it, he's played his cards well. I mean, it's not a shoe in the McGregor. The another rumor is that Ambassador Rick Grinnell, in the American ambassador to Germany, could be recalled to the White House to take that job. Trump really likes the way Grinnell looks. He thinks he has the, the look that you need to, to appear on television. But he's very much John Bolton's guy, so that would be an extraordinary move, wouldn't it? It, it would, but there is nothing that Trump will not contemplate. 
This is not a normal presidency. Well, that is certainly true. And on that note, we'll end it, Jacob. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Freddie. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode of Americano. And I'd like to encourage you all to give us your feedback, positive comments or constructive comments only, please, to podcast at spectator.co.uk and say anything you like there as long as it's reasonably polite. (laughs) 